Hello and welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Marvel Rewind with Loki. Uh, I am your host, Brian, and I'm here by my friends, Geo, Keith, and Jacob. How are you guys doing? Pretty hey. good. So doing far, so well. good. I'm not happy with Keith and Jacob right now because Jacob's wearing a Lakers hat. <laughs> Keith is wearing a Yankees hat and a North Carolina Tar Heels hat because I am a Duke fan, a Red Sox fan, and a Warriors fan. So, yeah. Well, Keith, that's not even Keith's favorite team, so that's even worse. Wait, the Tar Heels? Love the Tar Heels. No, the Yankees. Oh, you mean the Yankees. Oh, okay. Oh, they're your AFC girlfriend, I forgot. Yeah. Yes, my American <laughs> League, AL, my AL girlfriend. Oh, not uh, AFC, duh. American League, yeah. My AFC uh, girlfriend, the Raiders. Wrong sport, yeah. Oh, my goodness, I just peeped in my mouth. Uh, he said his girl. Uh, I don't know if you would say girlfriend, more like a mistress. He said his AFC Raiders. team is the Raiders. That is gross. <laughs> Ooh, I, I dig it. But uh, I digress. We, uh, we are here to talk a little Loki. Episode five, what quite possibly could be the best episode so far of this whole entire series, which would uh, say that J- uh, Geo might have been right when he said episodes four and five yeah, right. are uh, some of the best. So I think he might have been on to something. But um, yeah, what'd you guys think? Keith, what'd you think of the episode? Oh, very good. Yeah, I was thinking about that uh, right after uh, I finished it. I was like, oh, this might have been the best one. Um. Oh, it's so good. I, I loved all those Lokis. Richard E. Grant was so good in this episode. Was so good. Like that was, and, and he's obviously he's wearing this, this silly costume, and it's like someone. He's an amazing actor with an amazing career. Yeah, this is some of the best I've ever seen him do, <laughs> doing anything. Just, uh, and he just looks ridiculous, but you're yeah. buying everything he's selling. Exactly. He was so good. He was so good. That kid yep. was really good. Um, yep. I love their. Uh, you know, we'll talk about it later, but the moment with Loki and uh, Mobius at the end uh, was really great. Like that's some of the best, most touching stuff we've ever seen from Loki, uh, Tom Hiddleston Loki. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was a great episode. I, I, I loved it. It was really good. Jacob? Man, I don't know who trained that crocodile actor, but alligator. <laughs> he was on fire. Uh, man, everybody's calling it different things on, I don't even Make? know the difference, the difference between it's a crocodile said- and alligator. Crocodiles land, alligator does both. Mm. But yes, I I enjoyed this episode. I don't think it's my favorite. Uh, I enjoyed mm. it. Like it was very entertaining, and there were some very touching moments with Loki. Man, maybe it is my favorite. I don't know. But I they're kind of all blending together. Like it's just a six episode series right and right. i don't think we're gonna get a loki season two did they have they oh i disagree that? i don't think we it, are um it's it's rumored but not confirmed unless uh, they don't i think it's happening close. i i would say the the arrow leans more towards yes than mm. it does no let's say that yeah i guess money talks if it's like one of their most if it's arguably their most popular series so far then definitely but it, either way like i I'm looking at this as one big movie, to be honest, because it's all so short been like that. Yeah, it's so short that like that's how you kind of got to look at it. And I really enjoyed all the episodes, but I think still and it's weird because if you guys remember, I was the least excited about it 
when it first aired uh, was episode three. Oh, episode okay. three. No, 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 not the series. Episode three, I was least excited about. And now I, I think that might be my favorite episode, the one on the train when they were on the train. But That's I still fair. enjoyed this one very much. Um, literally like dozens of Lokis in this episode. It was very interesting to see. And I think I think one thing we can take away is what Gio's been saying this whole time is that like this show is is here to tell us like, hey, the multiverse thing is real. Like we're going to see different versions of different characters in the MCU sometime in the future. So I, I think it's getting us ready for that. And that's exciting. But there's a ton in this episode I liked. So let's get to it. Well, no, you don't get to skip Gio. What did Gio think of it? Yeah, I mean, all of, all of you said my name once during your, uh, you know, talks. So, um, I all around enjoyed it. I don't know if it's my favorite. I mean, I'm those first couple episodes are pretty strong because they feature so much of Mobius and Loki, which we got more mm -hmm. of. Uh, that was a nice uh, surprise. Well, surprise to to see them return again. Um, Sylvie and Loki. I mean, they just their chemistry. Ever since the episode three, I think it's only gotten better and better and better and better. Great, great um, point. Yeah, and uh, that weird-looking cloud puff thing. Um, wow, I was looking up yeah. on the internet and Spe uh, speaking of big, weird-looking cloud thing. Look at who's here. <laughs> this guy. Um, that is one heck of an intro. Yeah. Up, Go guys. ahead, Gio. Finish, finish your thoughts. I just—I had to take that jab. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, to sum it up, you guys have pretty much touched on it. Um, the Lokis all had their moments, and uh, we'll get more into it as we discuss. I don't want—I have this thing about every time I my opening statements, I go off and ended up summarizing <laughs> the whole thing. So <laughs> oh, that's fair. Uh, Jake, we're discussing what we thought of the episode in its entirety, just in general. What do you think? Initial what do you think? Yeah. Yes. And thank you. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, well, I'll save, I, I will, I will say this. This is the single best episode of any Disney plus MCU show has done yet. Period. Wow. Hmm. I like how you said, I'll say this. Like, if you were going to save, <laughs> stu save stuff for later, but then you just drop that bomb. <laughs> That's crazy to me. I, I still think one yeah, of the one of those that. episodes is up there for me. But I love that you love that you feel that way. I love that you it's feel that there. way. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely up there for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, let's just deep dive straight into it. Um, I'm just going to. I'm I'm sorry. I I can't wait. Jake probably knows what I'm going straight for. Save it. Oh, okay, never mind. Save it. All right, fine. Just Screw save it. it. It'll come up naturally, and it's uh, not even like the biggest moment of the episode. It's the best part. I I literally screamed out loud when I heard saw it. Anyways, um, so yeah, so episode picks up basically where it left off, which was holy crap. Who are these three? And then four. four. Four, excuse me. Um, and dude, these characters were fantastic. Um, you have classic Loki 
who is played by Richard E. Grant. You have young Loki, played by this kid that it was just I I, I need to see more. <laughs> and uh, oh, why am I, Basher? Boast, boastful. Boastful. Thank you. Yeah. Boastful Loki, um, and arguably the scene stealer. Yeah, <laughs> alligator Loki. I'm kind of bummed that he's an alligator because now I can't call him Crocoloki or Crokey. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And what, what, let's just say, what did you guys think? We saw them basically find our Loki and then take him back. Well, they explained what's going on, but take him back to their little bowling alley dungeon, whatever you want to call it. Uh, What'd you guys think of these characters? Anything, anything stand out with these I mean, guys? Seeing them interact was one of the best parts of the episode. It was so much fun. They're all different in their own ways and they've all experienced different things. And so I know some of the variants are different genetically. Like they, they're either, they look different. Some of them are, you know, creatures. Some of them are, animals some some of them are opposite sex whatever but i feel like kid loki is actually him as a kid like that his version of loki as a kid and then richard e grant is his version of loki as a as an old man similar to the president loki that showed up like that's him obviously another version of him uh, while you know boastful loki and alligator loki are obviously different types of Lokis. So that was that was cool to see. And I, I just loved hearing their stories of what they'd done, even though boastful Lokis probably was a lie. But that but the rest of them hearing their what they've gone through was really cool. Yeah, Boastful Loki basically killed the whole entire Avengers himself. Uh, <laughs> he killed, what did he say? Iron Man, Captain America, and And he, he got all the Infinity Stones, he said. And he got that was yeah. it. He got mm-hmm. all the Infinity Stones. Okay. That's why your name is Boastful Loki. Um, well, what did we think, Jay? I thought, I mean, I thought they were great. Uh, you know, Boastful Loki didn't really do a whole lot. Obviously, he was only in it for a good moment, the more focus. And like Jacob said, it made more sense that the others were the focus because they were the most, um, they were the most similar to our Loki, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. to, to Hadelson's Loki. Um Interesting, and I know this isn't really like a whole lot, but Kid Loki killed Thor, apparently. That's uh, yeah. wild. Crazy. Uh, yeah, that's, that scene, that's pretty, see, when Rachel, I know that you're saying, uh-huh, but see, where I didn't believe Boastful Loki, I believe Kid Loki. Like, I, I legit think that that actually happened in his timeline, which is why he's there. Mm-hmm. He killed Thor, that's the next event that happened. Yeah. If they were both uh, kids, is, too. Yeah, Thor exactly, too. exactly, and, and yeah. Killing Thor was never supposed to happen, and so that uh, line that, that, that was the Nexus uh, event. That line that uh, our Loki does, oh, how did you get here, Your Majesty? And just turns yeah. around and goes, "I killed Thor." Yeah, and, and then just he just accepts like, it. Loki yeah. accepts it. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh shit! Like, no, it was I, it was great. I I loved seeing all the different versions in there. I I gravitate towards character driven stuff when it's moments of dialogue or development or learning history and story or just kind of like everything moving the story forward and i thought this this episode did a lot not just for the series not just for those characters but our loki in general 
Um, and the strides he made in this single episode was pretty, pretty crazy because of classic Loki, kid Loki, Sylvie, alligator Loki, president Loki, you know, all these things that are happening in this episode, uh, Mobius, uh, thank God Mobius is alive. Oh, yeah. um, and we got a proper send off. Yeah, so I, I thought it was brilliant. I, I love I loved meeting them and getting to know them more. And I'm glad because I was afraid that we weren't gonna focus on them. And I'm I'm happy that we did get to see a side of them for 40 minutes or so. Uh the ones that meant more to us than the others, anyway. Yeah, agreed. Geo, Keith. I mean, you guys don't have to you, feel free to just Talk about whatever you want. If there's a part that you enjoyed with them, go for it. Deal. What you got? Um, for me, to not necessarily repeat what has already been said, for me, it was how surprised I was to see Richard E. Grant committed to the role and also having fun with it as an old version of Loki. I mean, just. I could just imagine what the uh, pitch was like for an actor of his uh, stature. <laughs> like, hey, we want you to put on this silly costume and we want you to be another version, one of 12 of this character. What do you think? And he decided to have fun with it. He arguably had the best moment of the episode. We could talk about that later. But for me, it was just like, wow, he's having fun. He's... <laughs> Owen Wilson pun. <laughs> I know. I was like, did you do that? Did you do that on purpose or not? Uh, I, I didn't. I promise that. But uh, for me, it's it's seeing him have fun. And Kid Loki, he'll definitely be back. Um, he definitely. Oh, made, he'll be a young uh, Avenger. Yeah. God, I hope so. He made uh, his mark. He'll um, be a young Avenger. And we'll see what happens when others learn that he killed a Thor. In his universe, I'm sure that will come back into play in the MCU at some point. But the strong point of all the Lokis for me is obviously Richard E. Grant. I've talked about him enough. So, Keith, uh, yes, agreed. Um, uh, <clears throat> obviously, yeah, yeah, we we all we spoke about Richard E. Grant. So, uh, but yeah, I, I'm just I'm just. We still don't. The other revelations are still. It's it's been little by little for such a short <laughs> episode, a short you know series. We only have one left, and obviously the big mystery is just who is who created all this, the TVA, who's who's behind all this, and we're we got that close to kind of finding out what what it was going to be. Oh, it, it, right where I knew oh we know. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a, there's a big, there's a big Easter egg that a lot of people are not talking about in this episode that I have an oh, image of that I would love to it's talk clear. about. It's clear. Yeah. Well, then, Mr. Jake, go ahead. Well, no, no, no. I want Keith to continue. I want Keith to continue. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I just watched it this morning uh, before work, so I didn't catch all the stuff. So, <laughs> um, I did. All, the only thing I noted was the dark after, like the, the crashed. Uh, uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, shit. And the down helicopter. Uh, yeah. Ronan. Yeah. Ronan. Um, there was also yeah. a very large yellow jacket, a mask. Oh, was there? I didn't see that. Oh, really? And did everyone see, see the Thanos helicopter? Yeah. I, I saw, saw that. that. <laughs> uh, I saw that. Here, I'll throw the, I'll throw, there you go. Uh, so okay. good. 
And, and, here's, yeah. and here's here's the comic version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so accurate too. <laughs> Every time I see that, I just hear like like that's the only time we'll ever see it. That was 100. Oh, yeah. It was the perfect Easter spot egg. for it. It yeah. was the perfect yeah. spot for it. Well, apparently, in that issue, I think it's a Spider-Man uh, comic. I think it's from uh, Thanos is actually arrested by the police. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, right. I want to see that. It's hilarious. And he's in handcuffs, I'm sure. Yes. They, had gi- yeah, they had giant handcuffs. I want right? to. I want to see Randall Park from Ant Man arrest Thanos. That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh my god, wow. he would do some yeah. magic trick, make handcuffs appear. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. It's really exactly. funny. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, I'm still curious uh, what's going on, and maybe it's just a thing that you guys, this thing that y'all are talking about. I don't know. With. Uh, uh, Ren, what's her name? Ren, uh, Ren, Ren, Slayer. Ren, Ren, Slayer. Ren Slayer. So we were wondering, well, did she know that uh, the whole thing was fake? I guess she didn't know. I guess. I don't know. It's still, she's putting on a heck of a show. Is she, she lying? Yeah. She lying. It seems like she's lying, but. Dude, I don't know. Dooku and Bothara has been really she's, good. Right, 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 right. She has a bigger like, role than I thought she would. Yeah. 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 She's clearly got some sinister stuff going on. And uh, and then I'm wondering, what's going on with Miss Minutes? What's up with her? What's up she's with the Ms. villain. <laughs> what's going on there? She, like, she's a little devious. Something's not right with that. Well, so. you see how worried she looked when right. even when Renslayer asked for the all the files on the foundation of the TVA. Yes. Like, yeah, there's something going on there. Those are, worried. Those are all questions. I will. I, I will say about. About Renslayer, I and I don't know if this will end up being true. I believe her that one that she doesn't know who's behind TVA, but and I, really? I thought different. I thought different last episode. I thought she knew. This episode, yeah, mm-hmm. I get the vibe that she doesn't know. But I That's will say true. this: I'm getting a super heavy Harley Quinn vibe, where she's gonna meet that person, aka Kang, and then go full on board with Kang, where she oh. turns, and I she's now that. in line yeah. with yeah. Kang. Um, instead of her going against Kang and she becomes Kang's girlfriend like she is in the comics, etc. She's in line with her and we get Ren Slayer eventually. Maybe she's in Ant-Man 3. I don't know. Um, but I that it, it's an interesting thing to look at. Like She doesn't know now. She seems like she really wants to know who who is in charge. If she is lying, she's doing a great job doing it. But right. I'm also wondering, like, okay, well, like, why is she lying? Like, what? What's the motive to lie? Well, and why would she ask Miss Minutes for those files when they're just alone exactly. in the hallway? Exactly. Like, exactly. And, think- and like, why? Why would she know? Why would she need those if she already knows? I like, mm-hmm. wouldn't she know if she's already involved? The biggest tell, I believe, is her line that says, "We need to find whoever's in charge." Yeah. Uh, when they're in the hallway, she's like, mm-hmm. "We need to find who, whoever started the timeline." Well, she or says, "Whoever is responsible for creating this place is in danger." Yes. Yeah, something. So, and then uh, when she's talking to the agent too, who I forget the agent's name, who's in the cell, B fifteen. Uh, so she B fifteen says like she's gonna find it, find him first, like or find Before them first because yeah, she yeah. needs to. You you just want to. So I think there's I, enough hints that Renslayer is not all in on the no, at least. I completely agree with what Chuck just said. She wants to work for whoever is behind this. Mm-hmm. She, she, like, I think she kind of feels like she knows that she can gain a position of power. Exactly. Yeah. From whoever is in charge of it. And when she finds that person out, like, 
if you, I mean, if you let the evil genius know that some, that these good guys are coming for you, like the evil genius tends to reward you, right? That type of thing. Like you get a little bit of that vibe from her. And it's funny because like I said, like she's obviously not good. I, I would say like, she's tends to be leaning more towards the not good character side. Uh, it's funny because I find myself like being like, ah, she's so evil. Mm-hmm. And, but then like when like Sylvie's like holding a thing to her throat, I'm like, no, don't kill her just yet. I kind of like her. Like and she's, she's just very good at like touting that line of like, you are like, do I trust her? And then it's like, she does something and you're like, no, 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 no. Like yeah. it, it, she's been great. She has been a great, I mean, the fact that they're trusting a character or we're trusting a character with the la- the name Ren Slayer <laughs> is, is the first, like, but good. I'm, I'm interested in Gio's perspective because he's the only one that thinks that she knows. Mm. Yeah. And I, I could be missing something, but so when she says, give me all the files on the beginning of time, this happens after Sylvie escapes, right? Correct. So maybe in her mind, she's like, there's so much heat going on right now. There's too many people asking questions. My own people in the TVA are starting to turn on me, whether it's Mobius, whether it's uh, oh, B-15. Man, what's her name? Huh? B-15? Hunter B-15? B-15. Yeah. I want to call her the lady from uh, BVS because she was in BVS. <laughs> but um, oh, her yeah, as well. And then yeah. the other TVA agent as, as well. So it's like there's too much heat. Sylvie just escaped. We she knows that Loki is not dead. So what if they all come back and it gets even worse? We saw what two Lokis can do. Imagine if more came to you know the party. You know, obviously, you know, she doesn't know that you know they're left off, but you know, like so it could be that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that I keep that's forgetting true. that magic doesn't work in the TVA because if all the like I was gonna say all the Loki's could have went there and took it down, but their magic wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So they they yeah. had to handle it there where they were in the void. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know about you. Like, I mean, you kind of saw it coming, but seeing Sylvie like do the thing to herself, I was kind of like, whoa, like that. Well, the like the obviously she was gonna do device. it goes with her too it, it went yeah. with her which is pretty which cool is, that's know. that's that's how mobius got yeah. back and mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting to see how that what happens next episode with him uh going yeah. back because that, that obviously has to be resolved so okay what i you've piqued my interest what what are you sir okay so we we obviously are wondering are right like who is who is this big bad of the series and we've all had ideas and theories and stuff and the the main theory is obviously that's Kang. He's in Ant Man three. Uh, he has connections to Renslayer, Time, etc. Uh, this is my personal opinion, but I think that there was an Easter egg in this episode that is a full blown in your face. You're getting him next episode. Um, and throughout the trailers in this in the series, we've seen we saw that shot of Loki in what looked like a crushed New York Avengers Tower in the background. Uh, as we learn in this episode, it's the void. We got a shot of the Avengers tower. It's not the Avengers name on the tower. 
It's Kang on the tower spelled differently. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's Q U N G. Right. And it spells oh. Kang, and it's his tower from a different timeline. Hmm. Because he was a never supposed to have that tower. He was never supposed to defeat the Avengers. Mm -hmm. There is your big bad. Boom. In your face. Let's go. We're getting Kang next episode, <laughs> boys. Jonathan Majors okay. is coming in. Let's go. Okay, wait. Go. Wait. But then that would mean that he's not in charge of the TVA. No, I'm saying it's a. It was a different Kang, not that. Yeah, it's so a different Kang. If, but if why does Kang, who's in charge of the TVA, have a different variant? Well, because that variant of Kang wants to be in charge. There's different. There's obviously different variants of Kang too. Yeah, there's not and just there's one Kang. One Kang that. See now, I feel like there's only be one the main Kang. villain. Well, well, there, there might be one Kang now. Like maybe he's killed the Avengers throughout time, or killed. Not the well, Avengers. I bet he's you killed he's the other killed Kangs all the other time. Kangs. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that Jet Li movie, the one where he went around yeah. killing all the other ones. Hey, yeah. uh, that's a throwback. But it, see, the thing is with this, and people aren't talking about it. So I actually had to zoom in on this. It's in the corner of a shot. <laughs> I didn't even and it's see that. Right in your face, yeah. in your face, says Kang. I I noted. I remember trying because there's a sweeping shot where the camera's kind of going by it, if I, yeah. if I recall correctly. And I remember trying to look at the name. I just assumed it said Stark. I knew it wasn't Avengers because at <laughs> that point it wasn't the big A. But I just thought it said Stark on it. That's why I didn't give it a, give it a second thought, really. So, yeah, that's interesting. Wow, it's very interesting. Boom. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Boom. Personally. Boom. And, Let's go. And We're to, getting him. And to be honest, like, I, I, I could barely make out the letters looking at it. You know how long it took me. You know how long it took me to find a, a clear enough image for that one. Oh my god! Well, with and your OCD, I'm sure you looked yeah. for quite oh, yeah. a while. The, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because Rachel here said to reveal a new big bad in the very last episode would be odd, uh, but this is an odd show, and it is odd if he weren't already announced to be in Ant Man three. Um, they're setting up Kang to be very heavily involved in all of mm -hmm. Phase Four for Marvel, which is why I bring it up. I mean, yeah. he is in comics the Time Lord of yeah. Big Bads, so I mean, it does make sense with all of the stuff that minus Winter Soldier, I guess. Um, or I should say Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, like, it does make sense to start planting those seeds because of all this multiverse talk and show that's coming because he's typically that person that you see in the comics associated with these types of things. Mm -hmm. So, like, getting, getting him familiar with the audience is probably not a horrible thing doing it as soon as possible um i mean when you look back at it now thanos was introduced kind of late so and I, i'm saying this right now i beat geo to the punch last week but there was a comment delay he's getting avenger style <laughs> cameo He's getting we'll never know who, who said it first. We'll never know yeah. who said it first, but I, I mean, but I, he gets it because he was here. So I, uh, I'm going um, to Geo. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I get what Rachel's saying, but I just mm. think that he's going to be more involved. And to us, to the viewers of just this show, the TVA is the villains. Like 
the yeah. TVA represents the problem, yeah. right? So yeah, like my they, sister who's watching it, she don't yeah. know who the hell Kang is. So if they like, meet Kang at the end of the episode next week and they talk to him, whatever he he gets out, and then Mobius and them somehow also take down the TVA. They destroy the TVA. Mission accomplished. They took out the problem in the show. Kang's still going to be out there somewhere, and maybe this sets off his events to like having to do what he's going to do in Ant Man uh, three. Well, so, so that makes sense to me. In here, in here, this is for what Rachel you're saying, and I, I completely understand. Uh, with people not having any idea about the comics, that's right. I feel like what they're trying to do with yeah. Kang in the TVA right now, like. They're making it look like these things are the bad, like TVA. These time manipulating people are not good people. And if the person at the head of it is obviously the head of the not good people, there's your villain. Like it, it simplifies it to like not having to be like Thanos, where if you didn't know who Thanos was, you're like, who the hell is this purple guy with balls on his chin? Yeah, and like, Kang is... If it is Kang, he's really an a-hole because he took all these variants and basically forced them to be TVA agents, which... Yes. So, if yeah. anything, this I feel like this show is kind of, like, showing the casual people, like, especially like Jake said, if this... If he happens to show up as this person that is in charge of these people who aren't doing really good things... Then it's kind of like okay, that you right away know like that guy's not good, and hence going mm -hmm. forward, when he pops up, you're gonna be like, oh, there's that not good guy. And so, do you guys do you guys remember early on, and and they I think they might still do it. Uh, at the end of the movies, they would be like, see Captain America next in the Avengers or yeah, Iron Man yeah, will yeah. return, and I they could do something like Kang, Kang will return, return and Ant Man yeah. Quantum Mania or whatever, right? Like and then. Those people who don't know when he shows up next could be like, oh, okay, now he's going to be mm -hmm. next, and we'll see him there not too far afterwards. Like, it could well, just couple, be a nice little tease. I think maybe, I don't last year, I think, sometime last year, didn't Kevin Feige say that these shows, like, eventually, for the next phase is going forward, like, you have to kind of, you kind of have to watch these shows. You, everything is connected, essentially, is what he said. Yeah. Well, he said yeah, there's what he said, he said specifically. Like, they're just as important as the movies. The, yes, yeah, as the, the movies. Yeah. series. Yeah. I'm talking about the show specifically. Yeah, he said you're going to watch the shows to kind of follow along. And with the movie, dude, so. this show, Brian said it from the beginning, but this show is so important to the MCU. Like, because yeah. what's bigger than going to the end of time? Like, that's. Right. That's or as now grand. or rent slayers trying to find the beginning of time. That's as grand as it gets, basically. And yeah. so when we were in the void, you see all this stuff, right? And if you guys remember earlier, like I think it was episode two or three, I was asking, so what happens when they set off one of those things that like looks like it disintegrates the whole timeline? But yeah. it yeah. moves it to the void. So to every time they take a variant and destroy a timeline, everything in that universe goes to the void which right. is that's crazy. crazy so there's just right? a bunch of junk there from a bunch of different timelines which that's and then this big huge monster cloud just eats it all i guess elias yeah well elias is kind of kang's little like guard dog guard dog like in, I said, in the yeah. comics 
Yeah. 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 Oh, so he's, literally they're t like, they're telling yeah. us it's Kang, right? Like <laughs> yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Unless yeah. they pull I mean, a fast one on us. There's one other character that it could be. I don't know the name, like he who has something, but, um, but I don't think it's him. I think it's Kang. He who he should was, not be named Voldemort. No, no. It's something it, like he, that. He who remains. He who sits he who above. Remains. Yeah. Oh, he remains. Okay. I don't know, but I mean, it. The signs are kind of slapping you in the face at this oh, point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What? Let's see. What should we go on to? What? What do we want to go on to next? I mean, there's there's so much that we so can let's talk about. Some, yeah. yeah <laughs> let, I was gonna say, bring up the Easter egg that <laughs> you're gonna I was gonna say. I know what you want to talk about, Brian. Let's just. I know. Get into I it. know. I screamed. I'm not kidding. I literally out loud screamed his name when I saw Throg. The little frog. And he, nice he wields a nice normal frog. size hammer. Not I know. A, that, hammer, a normal that, size hammer. Yeah. Poor little. Poor little. Hmm. Well, you didn't see Throg? No. I saw. So, all right. I, I'll, I'll go with Keith. I didn't know who it was. I saw something trying to jump out of the jar and get. Like, but I didn't know who it was, honestly, <laughs> until I like looked it up. I need, and I this I is a comic, comic canon, but I need Throg and Alligator Loki to be yes. nemesis. I need, I need. That's the next series, right there, Brian. Please, anything. I know that no one was probably ever going to take Throg seriously, so they probably couldn't ever use him and this was just like the here you go like throg's a, a cannon here's your little like thing but well, for the love of god please if you can make alligator looking throg clearly I know it, there was the weird universe where like everyone was like it's all animals pretty uh, much it's like so throg, that's... throg is thor i think that's what throg body yeah because i'm not and maybe Correct me, Chuck. Whoever. I mean, because that's in that where Howard the Duck's universe is from. I know he's from a planet called Duck World, which I think is in that weird animal universe. <laughs> I think. Yeah. So, like, I don't oh, know. I'm gonna be wrong. Don't even start me with <laughs> so Howard the Duck. I can't and believe maybe he was for that in the matter, battle of, uh, the battle of Endgame. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's cool, though. I, I love it. But yeah, so we got a yeah. little Easter egg of a frog. He's just so cool. He just oh, I, he looks cool. Like it's like it looks yeah, like right. a real frog, but just like it does. In that form, With a yeah. cape and everything. That's that's what yeah. And then I, the I need that. I need more. Of I, it. Me too. <laughs> and then the T three hundred sixty five is the first comic he ever appeared in. Thor three hundred sixty five. Um, but yeah, so that was that was my little happiness. And then uh, we also have the fact of uh, President election loki whatever you want to call president, president loki that's what president, his hashtag is president was loki. It? okay yeah. um and trying to storm the bowling alley dungeon uh with his little minions which i, I mean i don't know about you guys but the one standing to his left looks like he's attempting to be a loki i mean his horn he's got his own horns which looks like a bicycle he might have just made whatever he found and didn't have his horns with him. I will say yeah. this, uh, Brian, throw that image back up one more time. The the gentleman, not all the way to the right, the second to the right, with all the beads around his neck, 
He's yeah. one of the holograms the TVA showed Loki as a variant Loki. Oh, hmm. from earlier on in the season. So second he was he was teased the second to right with all the beads around his neck. If you go right. back into the earlier in the season when Mobius was That's showing Loki different variants, uh, he was one of the holograms after like Tour de France Loki and like Monster Loki. He was one of them. <laughs> is that another woman Loki? Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, wow. like well, and They're she's holding. Loki's. That's crazy. And she's holding the weapon that looks that uh, Shogun used. Uh, oh, well, you're right. I'm, I'm assuming it's not. It might not be the same thing, but it's the same style that he had. Um, the Warriors Three guy. Um, mm. But yeah, they storm that. We find out that Bash. Keep calling him Bashful Loki, which is so boastful. Not, not even close. <laughs> boastful Loki uh, betrays them. Um, yeah. Any any anything they want to say about presidential well, that, Loki? That was hilarious. That seems oh, that's how they all are. Where they're all just betraying, like the each one betrays the other. <laughs> they're yep. all just betraying each other because that's all the Lokis do. And they're I all like, speaking like, of that, made me hold up the weapon to them. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did anyone notice that Kid Loki get helped? Uh, he alligator threw him. Loki. He threw him. Yeah. It, oh my after Richard E. Grant projected them or whatever, Kid Loki just chucks Alligator Loki across the room. Yeah. <laughs> he helped him. He threw him at the thing. And then when he bites off the uh, president... Tom Hiddleston is so hand. good. The way he reacted yeah. to losing his hand was amazing. It is yeah. screaming. He's just... Ah! just oh, God. <laughs> that whole scene yeah. was just chaos. And I love the fact that our Loki's just like, I, I don't what? have time for this. Like, oh, and he's just he's like, like, is this... Is this me? Is this what I'm like? Like what? Yeah, he's just like I'm so over this, and yeah. it, I mean it's kind of showing the growth of this character because like, yeah, he is the chaos of a lot of the Marvel stuff whenever he's around, and this is like the type of stuff we expect from him. But now he's starting to just kind of be over it, which kind of goes into what we saw when he met up with. Uh, Sylvie like this when they're talking like he's telling her he's he's over it like he's doesn't want to stab people in the back anymore and just yeah he's over his normal typical ways um, and then he does that smooth little uh, here, I babe, wish I was that smooth I wish I was that smooth here's some uh, extra blanket but uh Conjure yeah, a blanket. <laughs> yeah. Anyone want to go dive into that? I, I love I love the fact that she was like, "What is this?" And he goes, "It's a blanket." Yeah. He, she was like, "It doesn't even. It's not even working." Like he said, yeah, she like, said, "Is it a tablecloth?" Yeah, a tablecloth. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, well, Jake, uh, I see your tag name there. So what? We haven't really talked about Sylvie at all. What do you? Um, what makes you love her so much in this episode? I this it's the show overall, but I I yeah think no she's all, great. Sophia uh, DiMartino, the actress, is incredible. Um, she is she embodies this character. Uh, you know, there was there was something that was, and obviously a lot of people could probably play this character. But now that I see her play this character, I'm like, I don't imagine anybody else playing this type of character. Like she is Sylvie to me, um, and and a lot of that also comes down to her connection and dynamic with Tom Hiddleston. Uh, the two of them together are fantastic. And uh, it's the, incredible 
I'm yeah. sorry. I don't mean to interrupt no, you. No, you're fine. She, you're fine. It's another person. No one knew who the hell she was. Exactly. Into exactly. So and, continue. And I just wanted the, to like. No, you're fine. Amazing. You're fine. And I just think that uh, what she brings as not just a character, but as a Loki has impacted our Loki so much. And to the point where he's like, you know, we, I think you guys talked about it last week or the week before about how, uh, she, he likes her because he's able to fall in love with himself. Right. Like he, he feels something different because she is so similar to him. It's him. Exactly. But at the same time, they are also so different from each other. Uh, and, and the way mm-hmm. that she goes about things, um, it's, it's incredible. And, and the way that they work together and how she brings this different side of Loki that we've never seen out of him. Uh, I don't know what, it, I really don't know what it is, but I, I hope that we see, I hope this isn't the only time we see her. I want so much of this character in the future. I think she is so uh, different and unique. Um, obviously, look, she brought enchantment out of our Loki. Like that scene mm-hmm. where they were enchanting the the monster was uh, fantastic, and her ability to capture this character inside the action emotionally. Uh, she also has these really funny quips about her. Um, and to be quite honest, after watching this episode, I thought to myself at one point, I go, "This show's not about Loki. This show's about Sylvie." Like it, it felt at times like this show is about her and not him. Um, it's very much a duo. Uh, it, it's very much the two of them. But at times, it is very much about her, just as much or more as it is about. Well, him. she's she's no doubt the second lead of the show. Like overall. I would say, yeah, I would say co-lead. Like they co-lead. are, they are just yeah. they are right but here together. They, it really heavily focuses on our Loki, though. Though it yeah. like. Like if you look at this yeah. whole episode, right? Him interacting with all those other locals, oh, like oh, she wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, sure, like, there's sure. no question she's the second lead. And I, I honestly like if this is the last time we see her, I'll be very upset. Like I Me want, too. I would want her. Like I honestly, wherever Loki goes, I want her to be there. Like, Agreed. I, that's what. Can I Can you want. imagine her under Taika Waititi? Yeah, like she'd do great. They, yeah, they would be. But I agree. She's just been so good. And it's funny because, like, at one what point, I don't know about you guys, but like, I see, I hear like the nobodies get cast, and I'm like, what? Like, really? Like, we're doing that? And it's just like they know what they're doing. Like, she, yeah, yeah, she just she, Tom Hiddleston has mastered the role of Loki, and she literally is like this with him playing the same character and it's he's had 13 years pretty much with this character and she's had two years max max with this character and it feels like she's been around with him for a long time so she is just doing so amazing and the character is so good like like Jacob said, I will be really bummed if we don't see any more of her. And I mean, it, we can go into it too. But like Richard E. Grant, like like Geo said, this big name person comes in to play this character. He's only in it for an episode and a half, two episodes, and 
you believe that he is classic Loki. Like, he played it so well, especially him in the scene at the end, which we saw him conjure freaking Asgard, like, with his magic. Um, anyone want to go into that? Start talking about that? I will say... Sorry, I'll just say this quickly because I want to hear everybody else's opinions real quick. Uh, I saw the, and I'm not taking credit for this, but after hearing Richard e- hit classic Loki story about how he went off and was alone for a long time, etc., um, did anybody else get the feeling that over that time period he was practicing conjuring Asgard because he missed it, and that's where he oh. got it from? It, it didn't. It didn't just happen in this episode. Like it's something he's actually been practicing for a long time. And in that moment, because he had something that was driving him, he was actually able to do it Um, on top of all the other buildings that he was conjuring as well. But it, it was a very, very powerful moment. And then seeing Richard E. Grant go from pure, just like magician to complete laughter, freeing himself was what we it's a masterful masterful performance of this of his character 100 percent. i mean i mean he he even said he conjured an image of himself that fooled thanos and that like and that ah they were they were kind of foreshadowing that doing that too also the score for this episode i need this whole i need the series on vinyl i need this series on vinyl i need it it was incredible but yeah like this loki is kind of like cowardly loki he's been hiding he's been out of the in the shadows and blah 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 the second he stepped well yeah he wasn't willing to make the sacrifice on the ship uh, yeah that the second our loki did yeah yeah the second he he said he wanted to go back to his old life and whatever Mm -hmm. he's done tva grabbed him uh geo what did you think of how uh, classic Loki did his thing at the end. Cause I know you talked about it in the beginning. So I want to give you the floor. Yeah. I mean, I, the more I think about it, I think it's the best moment out of the whole episode. I mean, he literally went Magneto level of just conjuring this Asgard. And I, I love that point that you made Jake. Cause I, Throughout the day, I was wondering, like, Asgard, really? But then you consider his short arc in this one episode where he talks about, you know, um, leaving and, you know, indicating that he's been on his own and then going and, you know, making Asgard because, you know, he misses it. Uh, It was a cool sacrifice, you know. I, I didn't believe for a second that he would walk away and then that's it, you know, I, I just I call it a hunch or whatever. So absolutely a great moment. And um, yeah. Cool. Didn't, didn't that, and I think he said, but didn't at one point he said that I missed my brother. He said that, yeah, he right? Did. He yeah. did. That's what caused him to get said he was pruned. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. wanted to go see. Oh, just, that's right. During the story. Yeah. 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 During the story. You're right. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like he's he played Loki for an episode and a half, and you're that was like probably like two days worth of work. Yeah, and you're just like, damn, like you felt for that character, like you literally were like, yeah. he tells his story in the glorious Richard E. Grant voice, and you're just like, oh man, like 
this poor Loki's been by himself the whole entire time. And then, hi, Kylo. Uh, and then sacrifices himself for glorious purpose. And uh, yeah, dude, that that scene, I was heartbroken, but like it kind of like it was a redemption for his character. Like he he was tired of being a coward, tired of being I'm just going to hide to survive and saved the two Lokis that we have grown to love in Sylvie and present Loki or 2012 Loki, if you want. Um, anyone else have anything from this they want to mention? Bring up? No. Mm. Yeah, it was a great like send off because we probably knew we weren't going to see him again. So if they were going to do it, that was a great way to end it. And I, I like what you guys are saying. Like this is the version of Loki that you know never did the righteous thing in the end. That never because in Ragnarok when he shows up and helps them, you know fight and get off the planet he basically like became i you never can really trust him he's always slippery and, and sneaky and gonna do some bad stuff but him doing that and then trying to kill thanos like that he became a hero at that point and this loki never became a hero so that was him him dying a hero basically which was pretty cool yeah it's the story that they're telling with Loki, just like the personal struggles of this character is just you're getting like so invested in each one of these Lokis that you feel for them, you hate them, you love them. It's just it's something so different that I'm loving because I I'm be honest, first two, maybe three episodes, I was kind of out of it. Like I was kind of like, okay, this is it's good. It's a, it's a show with characters I like, but then like the last episode and this episode, when it ended, I was like, no, like you can't stop right there. And yeah. the fact that we literally have one left, it's like, oh, I, it breaks my heart. <laughs> but, uh, uh, one last thing that I, I wanted to, that I made a note of, uh, the little uh, plot twist of Loki saying, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. And then when Loki asks Mobius what he's going to do, he goes, I'm going to burn the place to the ground. And you're yep. just like, yeah, uh, Mobius. Yeah. That was a good callback. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, I mean, we can end it uh, with, I, I just love the relationship between Mobius and Loki. Like, yeah, that's that his was genuine great. friend. That was that's his yeah, go ahead. Jake. Mentioned it. It was genuinely touching, to be honest. Because how many look? We know Loki cares about his mom, his brother, and his dad. Like we know that, but we never see him care about anybody else, like at, no. like other beings at all. So yeah. the fact that he now, well, obviously he cares about Sylvie, but that's him, another version of him. But he cares about Mobius. That's that's big for the character. So I I love that. And I I was missing Mobius on those episodes where he kind of took a back seat. So it was good to see him here again. And I said, there's no way he's dead. Like there's no way that would have been his last moment <laughs> on screen. Yeah, right. So uh, I'm glad I he's mean, there. He made a genuine friend. 
We've never seen yeah, Loki have exactly, a, yeah. have a friend. Like it's different from your family. Your family is your family, whether you like them or not. But friends are people you choose. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he yeah. has never had one of those. He's either had enemies, and that's pretty much it. But he finally made a friend that he trusts. They had a big old hug. Everyone tears up saying that. And uh, yeah, but uh, anything anything else I forgot that we want to touch on? I mean, the episode ended on a cliffhanger, then walking into the open space, and there's not oh, much yeah. we can go off on that. You know, it's whatever we think is going to happen next episode. They're obviously going to find out who is behind everything, but um, I stand by what I said. are frustrating. Oh, well, I've, it's man. funny. I've seen I've seen a lot of people online talk about that. How every there there haven't really like been answers, um, and it's a it's a short series, but uh, I think it will pay off. I think it's look. We've said it time and time again. It's it's hard to not trust Marvel with what they do, um, how they craft things, kind of what the end game is. Um, it, it is uh, weird for five. Yeah, well, I wasn't gonna do that, but uh, <laughs> it is strange to be five episodes in and not really have answers. But remember, Wandavision did the same thing, so um, it did the same exact thing as this show did, and uh, that was what nine episodes long. So yeah. I think I think we'll all be fine by the time this is over and done with. Yeah. Uh, by show of hands, I who agree. thinks this is getting a second season? <sighs> yeah, I think so. Now that yeah. I think about and it, and I want it to, and I want yeah. it to. I don't yeah. know what it'll be, what they'll do, but like I think the story is. I don't be think totally it'll be TVA right. related. I think it'll be Probably something not. totally else, something else with Loki I, and Sylvie. I hope it takes the Ant Man route. It goes from Ant Man to Ant Man and the Wasp. What's so Loki to Loki and Sylvie? Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, but yeah, Marvel is telling a or Loki and Mobius. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm yeah. down for that. <laughs> You're a, a buddy cop series, a buddy type cop thing. with Loki and Mobius. Hell yeah, I'm down. But Ma Marvel's telling a master class on storytelling, and I mean, Tom Hiddleston's one of the producers, and I think it's sh it's showing because who knows this character better than him, honestly. Um, but yeah, that is gonna do it for us and the Marvel Rewind. Thank you guys so much for coming uh, and watching our little show. Mischief Manage. Nice, Chuck. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, as always... Oh, what did Dom say? I'm laying when you just said, stop sleeping, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, there you I go. mean, the nobodies. The nobody castings, killing it right now. The way to go. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny because, um, like I said, like, when I... Sorry, I was wrapping up, but like the fact Is that, that the Richard casting e director, I'm guessing. Is yeah. It... Uh -huh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, they need I more mean, love. They're literally finding these people out of nowhere so that they can use people like Richard E. Grant for an episode and a half, and that's it. And like, there's still going to be people that they can find. So it's it's a testament to their casting. But um, yeah, like I said, that is going to do it for us in the Marvel Rewind. Loki episode five, come back next week for the series. Well, season series, we don't know. Finale of Loki. Uh, we'll break it down, um, talk about stuff we liked, didn't like, what it could lead forward to in the Marvel universe. But um, as always, for Apocalypse movies, I'm Brian. That is Jake. 
Gio, Jacob, and Keith. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Glorious purpose. Damn you. That was literally going to be the last thing I said going out for glorious purpose. (laughs)